Hi everybody, this is our first episode of um, Throne Room Talk with Warren and Giselle and um, we're starting this because we believe we can gain insight, we can revive, inspire and transform a lot of people, even ourselves while we're researching these topics, um, our body, mind and soul. Yeah, so we invite you to pull out a heavy seat and join us while we unpack and unveil biblical wisdom. And we've got a lot of topics that we're going to share with a Christian insight, a biblical understanding. And uh, the topic that we're going to start off, uh, as I think is going to be, uh, is also a very interesting topic. It's, it's about joy, the importance of joy in the Christian life, and, and just how it plays an uh, integral part of, of the daily walk as a Christian. Yeah, and you know, when people talk about joy, it, it sometimes becomes so cliché. Um, people like saying, you know, love, peace, and joy, and then it just flies by our heads. But today we just want to to delve a bit deeper into this powerful fruit of the Spirit. And I say powerful because it's it's one of the fruits of the Spirit, if, if not the only fruit of the Spirit, where God actually says the joy of the Lord is our strength. So there's obviously, like you said, there's, there's power in it. And we sort of uh, sometimes underestimate the, the, the importance and we of joy and we, we, we when we talk about the fruit of the spirit we talk about obviously love and 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 and, and on all those uh, the, the other ones but we we tend to forget about joy and how powerful joy actually is um and we as christians as we go through our worldly struggles you know we um we we, we forget that there's power Enjoy, and obviously the world, you know, it, it crushes us. It, it crushes our spirits, and we forget that this is one of those tools that we can actually harness to just walk a more fulfilling Christian life. Yeah, and and a lot of people tend to think that or have a misconception that joy and happiness are the same thing, and it's actually two different things. Mm-hmm. The one is related to the other one; it's a, it's a product of of it. But joy and happiness is not the same thing because, you know, happiness is usually determined by our circumstances. It's connected to something that we go through. So it's flexible. It's, you know, it can change often. And when the circumstances change, our happiness changes. Yeah. Where joy is, is something different. I, it's more consistent. Yeah, it's more consistent. It's actually how I see it. It's unmovable. It's an anchor that actually holds us down even if our circumstances change. And um, I have this this catchphrase that I like to say when it comes to joy versus happiness is that happiness is a feeling and feelings change. We all know feelings change. Yeah. So happiness is a feeling, but joy is a filling. Huh. So when we are filled with God, with the joy of the Lord, it, we are anchored. And as you said, Warren, it's 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 not changeable. It's, it's Im- immovable. It's yeah, it's yeah. fixed. It, it, it's it's fixed and fixed and, and and we we obviously conflate happiness and joy and 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 you know where happiness is a feeling that happy and sad, joy. Yeah, there is an overlap between the two, and we're, I, I, we're gonna unpack it obviously slightly uh, slightly more. And because we know that a lot of Christians become he, you know almost heavy laden because of the world. You know, it pushes us down. And we react, and normally we react of with the happiness or sad, um, um, call it uh, factor. Um, and our circumstances does have a huge impact on us. So it's that outside circumstances that 
impact our life and we react to it. And we can either be happy or with regards to the outcome, or we can be sad. But joy in the uh, joy in the Lord is actually consistent. Doesn't matter if you are happy or sad in that circumstance. Joy should actually be consistent because joy actually comes from the Lord. Exactly, exactly. And you know, um, a lot of people try and find joy, and sometimes they go and look for joy in the wrong the wrong places, and. Therefore, they settle for happiness. And just when I say wrong places, a lot of people think that the joy will come if they get a promotion or the joy will come if they acquire some type of asset, a car, a house. And because they don't find joy, they actually just settle for the short-term happiness. And if anyone that has bought a car, a house, or a new phone, yeah. it only that that feeling yeah. is so short-lived, then it feels you need to chase chase the next thing to 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 get that high of yeah. happiness happiness high um and we live in that instant gratification type of world where we think that is what you you know you always have that chase of hap- trying to be happy mm-hmm. or find our happiness in a moment or circumstance exactly and um that's not always fulfilling exactly and and that is where joy comes in you know mm. like i said it's an anchor it's a filling it is a lasting filling emotion um, that comes when we trust God, when we give over to God, and we trust that God will fulfill our, His promises, um, then we receive, we receive joy. And I, I, I like to say that, you know, um, I said to one, oh, I actually heard this saying where someone said that joy and grief or joy and sadness can coexist. They can, they can exist in the same time. We, Happiness, sadness is the opposite of, of happiness. So you can't be happy and sad at the same time. It, they're on opposite ends where you can go a bad, through a bad circumstances and still have joy in your heart. And I'll, I want to give three very good examples of people that went through bad, uh, people in the Bible, obviously mm-hmm. now, that went through you know, excruciating, devastating experiences, circumstances, yet still had a lot of joy. And the first one I want to start with is when Paul and Silas was in was imprisoned and they were in, in, in jail. And the Bible says that they actually praised God. So I almost see them singing, sitting in, in prison. You know, it's cold, wet, but they're singing. We're going from glory to glory to glory. And they're just worshiping God and through their worshiping. And again, it's... It's not because of their circumstances that they have joy, but it's throughout their circumstances, despite their circumstances, knowing that they trust God, that they receive joy. And through their praising and that filling that God gives them, this, you know, the joy of the Lord is your strength, that the strength God gives them through their joy, the prison doors open for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and, and that's an awesome example that in the midst of, of your struggle, um, um, you should actually have joy. So joy is obviously, and there you can see the difference when Paulus and Silas, they, in the midst of the being in prison, in, in, in their, their lowest point, um, the coldest point, they could have the joy of the Lord. That is what sustained them. That is what made them strong. And obviously, you can be depressed in that circumstance. You can be down. You can, come on, to be in prison, 
um, is is sort of uh, you know your dignity is robbed. Your uh, your you in a place where you're not happy. You so how can you still um, have the joy, or how can you still um, be 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 happy in a circumstance like that? So I believe that that is where the power of joy comes in. That even though you're at your lowest of low, you find joy because joy is in Christ. Yes, yes, yes. <coughs> and and uh, and uh, and, uh, and um, uh, maybe just to to uh, a verse Acts fifteen fifty two uh, thirteen fifty two says that the disciples were filled with joy, and with Holy Spirit. So when you're filled with joy and Holy Spirit, I believe that's what. Um, you know, it just it fills you up. So a lot of Christians sometimes also have a, a, a emptiness, um, because and that feeling where 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 happiness should be. And I think if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, joy moves in, and that just uh, fills you up and gives you that courage that you need. You were saying, yeah. Yeah. No, I just I just actually wanted the, you know, the dictionary gives a different definition of joy, but um, whilst doing. A, just you know, delving into joy, the topic of joy, and just reading the Bible. You know, there's a different definition that I got from joy. And it, it's actually exactly what you're saying, Warren. It's you know, when the Holy Spirit comes into you, then, then there's just this the supernatural joy. So the definition that that I got for for joy is that joy is a supernatural delight in the purpose, plan, placement, and provision of God. So it's exactly that. It's it's that supernatural Holy Spirit filling that that comes into into our lives. Yeah, true. Now, now I I also did a bit of research, just like Giselle, and uh, the Hebrew meaning for 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 joy is called kara, and um, the meaning of kara. If you research it, uh, the biblical meaning is that biblical joy that is more than that happy happy feeling, and it comes from a Choice to trust God with fulfill uh, to trust God to fulfill His purposes in our life. So that is a, a deeper understanding of what of what joy uh, joy is. And um, I've um, I can't remember where I got this call it um, a quote where where they say that joy is the sun and happiness is the shadow. Joy. Let me repeat that. Joy is the sun, and happiness is the shadow. Now, wh- why? There's two uh, things that I actually take from that. That happiness, first of all, is the consequence of joy. So, if you don't have joy, obviously, or I- if you have joy, uh, you automatically have happiness. Yes, it's uh, yes. it overlaps. Yeah. And then, um, so, so just before you go yeah. on to that, I just want to actually give you the definition of. The diction definition of of happiness, and without you knowing, you actually that your quote is the definition of happiness because happiness is a feeling of being pleased, mm-hmm. an emotional state by feeling joy. Yes. So by feeling joy, you have this emotional state called happiness. Yes, 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 and that's the consequence. So we should actually start to seek joy and not happiness, because now, now the 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 the, the second thing that I, I wanted to mention, uh, coming from that that quote, is that, uh, like I said, joy is, is the sun and happiness is the shadow. That if we turn towards the light, um, 
and we, we focus on the sun, now, hap, uh, the, the shadow will follow you. So if we focus on joy, mm-hmm. happiness will follow. Mm-hmm. And if we turn towards this, but if we turn towards the shadow, we will never catch it. We'll always try to, to find that happiness. We'll always try. So we will never be truly happy without the joy of the Lord. Because yes. if you turn towards the shadow, you'll always chase your sh- shadow. You'll always be in front of you and you'll never reach it. You'll always try and catch it. Because joy is actually the light that's behind mm. you. It's just a, a, um, a, a, a nice um, take from that metaphor. And, so. and it's not just a take from a metaphor. There's actually a Bible verse that speaks exactly to that. And it is when Jesus was, they're speaking about Jesus being crucified. And the verse is in Hebrews 12 verse 2. And it says, because Warren, you said when you turn to the light, mm-hmm. then, you know, you can endure any circumstances. And, you know, if you just focus on joy, you can endure any circumstances. And it says in Hebrews 12, verse 2, it says, for the joy, and this is again it's speaking to Jesus on the cross. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. So what this is just saying, you know, Jesus, Jesus stayed on the cross because he focused on the joy. He knew that. Being on the cross, remember I said the definition is the supernatural delight in a person or purpose, plan, placement that God has. So Jesus knew that the purpose for the cross was for souls to reach heaven, for people to be saved. Um, He did it for us. So he knew that there would be joy by remaining on the cross. And it is about, so when when, like Warren said, focusing on the light, focusing on joy, you know, for the joy that is set before us, it is then a decision on what we focus. And it's, no matter, no matter the circumstances, focusing on the purpose of what God has called us for. And then that's the joy set before us. Yes, yes. And um, you, you, like you said, focusing on, on the purpose, and I think... Um, our, we can only find our purpose in Jesus, and that should actually be our source um, of joy. Because John fifteen verse five says that I am the vine, abide in me. Mm-hmm. So abide in Jesus, because that is where our joy comes in. And I and I believe that that is why Holy Spirit was also sent to us to fill us with that spirit of joy. It's a gift of the Spirit, and and God wants to give us that. He wants us to live a more fulfilling life. He wants us to live. A purposeful life. And we can only find purpose, love and joy and peace and all of that in Christ. Mm. And if Christ comes in us and we don't always focus on our circumstance and we seek joy in the Lord, we'll find our strength. We'll be strong. Doesn't matter in what circumstances. You will sing in prisons. You will will jump when uh, others are sad. You will worship like David worshipped when when people um, didn't understand your 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 son died. Uh, why are you worshiping? Um, and he, he, but he actually uh, was was worshiping God and said that God, um, you are my strength. We can take it throughout yeah. the Bible. We can exactly. talk about Job. We can talk exactly. about all these people going through. Paul obviously is the <laughs> the great example because he also talked about the suffering that he went through. Yeah. And still he yes. talked about, you know, um, uh, that he came through. And I think it's the, the joy that sustained him. Exactly.
Exactly. And I think it's, you know, like you said, it's it's where we put our focus on. And I think that joy is a, f- is a focus before it's a feeling. And um, it's also, it's a heart posture. Um, it's knowing where, it's, like I said in the beginning, it's, it's trusting God. And so when I say joy is a heart posture, it's even though we go through certain circumstances, having that heart posture that, that I trust God and that, you know, God's got this mm. and I just fully trust him. And that is, that is how joy then, because our focus then is on Jesus. And, you know, there's a verse in also Hebrews that, that it says that we should look to the author and perfecter of faith, mm. which is Jesus. Yeah. And further in that verse, it actually goes and says again, speaks to that because of the joy. Mm. So jo- the reason I'm saying joy is a focus before it's a feeling, it's be- because we need to first focus on the author and the perfect of our faith, which is Jesus. And by, so actually what I'm trying to get is, to say is, to get joy, you need to focus on Jesus. Yes. Yes. That's yes. actually, yes. to get joy, you need to focus on Jesus. Yes. And that's, that, that's I think, like I said, that's where your, your strength is, and that's where your source is as a Christian, obviously. And, and um, what does God ultimately want from us? He wants an a, a eternal relationship with, with, with us. We uh, will not find joy if we don't have. You can live a good life and um, you can um, go through a lot of troubles. But if you don't have that joy of the Lord, it, it, just, it just makes life a little bit more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is where a lot of Christians um, miss the plot slightly. Um, that um, we need to go in a deeper relationship with God. We need to trust Him, like you said. We need to find the, the sustenance and the, 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 the because I also believe that it feeds you. Mm-hmm. It feeds you. Um, that the joy sustains you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think that's where the, the power of, of joy is. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some, uh, uh, another topic that I want to touch about joy is, um, is that um, I've heard this from one of uh, our online preachers, uh, uh, was it Louis? Um, I hope I pronounce his name right. Is that he he, he talked about um, joy is made complete in service to others. That there is power when you serve others, and you get joy from serving others as well. So um, it it is that was also a very different take when it comes comes to joy, and that. Um, when we are in, uh, when we um, um, uh, like um, one of the commandments of the when Jesus talked about the greatest commandment that we need to love others uh, as ourselves is that there is uh, a portion where when we go out when we preach the word when we share the gospel when we um, are um, in service to others. Um, um, we, we also find uh, ultimate joy, um, not just happiness, but, but joy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, this brings us to the end of our first episode, but um, thanks for... Actually, d- actually maybe bef- bef- before we, we end off, um, yeah. there, there was one thing that you said, Nana, Warren, that, that almost like just triggered. Cl- yeah. triggered. You said um, that one of the reasons, t- one of the ways to, to get joy is by abiding in in, yeah. in 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 God. And 
you know, um, and I, I just quickly want to read the verse. And I don't know, did you read it? No, no, yeah, I just want to. Yeah, I just want to read five, it. Yes, yeah. it's John fifteen verse five. Who's and it because it actually speaks exactly about joy. It says, "He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, mm. which joy mm. is. Joy is the fruit of the spirit." It's mm. yeah. um, so for so for without me you can do nothing. So it's abiding in God, abiding in Jesus, and then. Then you'd bear much fruit. You'd meaning you'd bear the fruit of joy, and just the meaning of abide. Because I was like, abide. You know, there's you can see it in different views, and abide actually means to, you know, to to act in accordance with, to draw close to it. Um, and then this verse just just almost knocked my my sh- shoes off. My f- I don't even know what to say. <laughs> But it's in Jeremiah 15, verse 16, and it says, because abide, again, I just want to give the definition again, it's, it's to act accordance with, with the law or with the, the word. So abiding in God means abiding to act accordance with the word of God. That is how you draw close to, to Jesus and God. Because Through the word. In the mm. begin, beginning was the word, and the word mm. was God, was with God, and the word was God. So to abide near to God is abiding, acting in accordance with the word of God. Okay. So just quick, quickly before I go to the next verse, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited about this verse. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we almost ended this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Jeremiah 15 verse 16. And it reads, When I discovered your words, I devoured them. Mm, sure. Your words are my joy sure, sure. and my heart's delight. Beautiful. I think that is a great verse to, to just summarize what we, we're talking about. Exactly. So so what the verse says is that, you know, there's another one, 15 verse 11, that says, As the Father loved me, I also loved you. Abide in my, life, in my love and keep my commandments. These things I've spoken to you, again, listen to this, that my joy may remain in you and jo- and you and you be joyful. Mm. So what this just means is joy is Jesus generated. Yeah. That's Powerful. joy is the outcome of knowing Jesus, abiding him, staying in his word, devouring his word. By devouring his word, it becomes our joy and our heart's delight. And that is why Paul Silas' job and Jesus could withstand any circumstances um, because they they were so close to Jesus physically. They actually mm. had enca- they was yes. walking with Jesus, but they listened. They sat at his feet when he spoke the words of God. So mm. they devoured. They were like hungry people, just eating from Jesus's mouths, just getting the word, just getting the word, yeah, and. It filled them with joy and their hearts' desires, and and I, I and I also just just to add on that is that when you have the word and we, or when you get the word, you have you get revelation, and by knowing the truth, I think that's also th- that's where you get the joy. So that's why when when the world comes to try and convince you, no, you shouldn't have done this, no, or tell you no, um, because these days there's so many ways that the world's trying to justify sin, that you know the truth. And because you know the truth, you have the joy of the Lord. Yes. 
And because you have devoured his word, you know what the moral or the right moral law is. You know what the Holy Spirit convicts you. You know what is wrong and what is right. So that revelation gives you um, the, the the joy of knowing the truth and the truth in Christ. Because Christ did say, "I am the truth, the way." So I think that uh, that is why those those verses are so important to consume the word, build a relationship with God and with Jesus constantly yeah. in your quiet place in fellowship. And that's why where, where joy also comes, especially when we have fellowship and when we go out uh, from each other, away from it, there's always that fulfilling, that joy and sustenance. You know that you are now filled with God. And that's why I always feel you know, after a great fellowship with friends and family talking about Jesus, you just have that joy. You just can't stop talking about him. Yes. So I think that's, that's exactly. so awesome. Because you were breaking bread yeah. and you were devouring the <laughs> <Yeah>. word. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I'm feeling awesome. very hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you too. Um, so, yeah, um, we don't want to just leave you like this. So we, we just want to, to pray uh, a quick activation. After every session, we'll try our best to do this so that you also just experience the joy of the Lord, experience that fulfilling. And I hope you are revived, you are inspired. and uh, You are hungry. And transformed. <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's just uh, do a quick activation. Just just pray with us, Father. Your word says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. For Heavenly Father, we just ask that you just grant us the joy that sustain us. Please fill us up with your supernatural joy. And Holy Spirit, just give us a hunger for all your fruits. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Till next time.